it, here's what I want, uh, want to lead into this weekend. Uh, Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26 says this. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. This is the blessing that the high priest would speak over the people. And I want us to hear, hear in that blessing that all of the action here is from the Lord. The Lord bless you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Here in this, all of the action is from the Lord. All of it originates from him and provides us, the hearer, the receiver, with divine benefit. In this blessing, we hear that every good thing comes from the blessing of the Lord. It comes from his blessing and begins with his blessing. His blessing is the source and the cause for his protection, his provision, his presence, and his peace. I'm, I'm in a way, even though uh, we don't love doing church online, and, and uh, even though sometimes the technical stuff doesn't always work out, uh, in a way, I'm, I'm glad for the opportunity to speak to you in this medium this weekend. Because what I had in my heart to do was to uh, 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 meet with, or not meet with, what I had in my heart to do was to pray with as many of you individually as I could this weekend. Because what we need most is the blessing of the Lord. What we need most is the blessing of the Lord. Now, speaking of his blessing, um, I need to ask my, my team to, to bless me just a minute and uh, stop using Voxer. <laughs> uh, what we need most is his blessing. When we consider the season that we're in, when we consider the season ahead, when we reflect upon the, the unknowns and the opportunities uh, ahead of us, when we think about the risks in front of us, when we think about the, 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 uh, the unknowns in front of us, when we think about like things like um, the challenges and the possibilities, like there's an election coming and the economy is, is facing questions and there's conflicts here and there and there's social unrest in other places. When, we're, when, we look, when I can think about the, the season that we're in and the season in front of us, my heart says, oh God, what we need most is your blessing. We need the blessing of God. The blessing of God does more for us than we can imagine or measure. When I think about your family and my family and our church, and I think about all the things that, all the places that we need to protect, you know, like we just had this ice thing come in. And so people are thinking, oh man, we got to, all right, what do we need to, where do we need to run the water? And where do, where do we need to open the cupboards? And where do we need to, what do we need to do to make sure that the pipes don't freeze and the windows don't break and the sidewalks don't, people don't fall over? All of the, 
when we consider all of the myriad of things that we could exhaust ourselves to be, to be concerned about, and not that we want to be, ever be lackadaisical or lazy or negligent, but when we think about those things, I, I, it, it's, I, I don't have enough time or energy or a ca capacity to be, in, to be neurotic about all of the things that I that try to take care of. My greatest confidence, my greatest hope, my most secure peace is, Lord, I have a, there's a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of opportunity. There's some risk. There's some challenge. There's even some threat out there. But I can't manage it all myself, and I don't want to exhaust myself in anxiety about it all. I want to place all of my confidence in the blessing of God. And what I want to tell you today is you can do it. You can put your trust in the blessing of the Lord, that God wants to command his blessing over your heart, over your home, over your life, over us, over our church, and we can put our confidence in his blessing that every good thing will come from his blessing and his blessing will overshadow us. It will seep, it'll sink down like oil into the cracks in our life. And where even where there are cracks, even when we don't, because we don't know what we don't know, but we don't have to be afraid of what we don't know because the Lord's blessing will creep down in there and he'll watch over our hearts and he'll watch over our marriage and he'll watch over our money and he'll watch over our kids. The blessing of the Lord, the Lord will bless you and keep you, cause his face to shine upon you. You can imagine living under the direct influence of the countenance of God, and he will give you peace. We need God's favor. We need God's wisdom. We need God's strength. We need his provision and his protection. We need his face to shine on us, and we need his providence to keep us. We need his peace. And the best hope we have is the blessing of the Lord. Another familiar passage, other than that passage in Numbers, that illustrates how one person knew the best hope he had was the blessing of the Lord is in 1 Chronicles chapter 4. Jabez knew that he needed the blessing of the Lord. And here's what it says in 1 Chronicles. Jabez asked God to bless him, and God did. And here's what it says. Now, Jabez was more honorable than his brother's, and his mother called his name Jabez because he said, because I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, oh, that you would bless me indeed. If I were there in a room with you right now, I'd encourage you to say, bless me indeed. Enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me so that you would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. So God granted him his request. Jabez knew that what he needed most was the blessing of the Lord. The most blunt testimony, and we've, we, we went through with some Wednesday nights talking about this, and there's been books written about this, and it's kind of turned into a mantra and, a, and all that kind of stuff. But all that set aside, the most blunt testimony of this passage is this. This man, whose life was marked by pain, whose circumstances were not great, who, who his history was broken. His history was, was, had, had hardship, but he wanted his future to be marked by hope. This man, seeing his life, seeing perhaps threats and problems and the possibilities around him, what he did was this. He asked for God to bless his life, and he did. And that invites you and I to believe that we can have the same faith in God. 
So when we ask, like Jabez, when we ask for God's blessing, what are we asking for? We are asking for God to enlarge our boundaries, to prosper our lives, to remove artificial boundaries caused by unbelief or disobedience. We're asking that God's hand would be with us to do what only God's hand can do. And God surely promises blessing on our obedience. God's, God promises blessing on our giving and our sacrifice and our endurances. When we ask for God's hand to be with us, to we are asking, yes, we are asking God to bless what we do, but we are asking, more importantly, we are asking God to do what only he can do. See, when we say, oh, Lord, we ask for your blessing, we understand that there's blessing. Hey, God blesses our giving. God blesses our doing. God blesses our loving, our obedience. Our... There is a blessing of God that, it, that accompanies our obedience to him. But that, if I can say this, that blessing is sort of secondary. The primary blessing of the Lord is not a reward for good behavior. Primarily, the blessing of the Lord is a cause for good in our life. The blessing of the Lord is a cause and a source for what is good. I'm not saying, oh, God, bless what I do. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I am saying that. But when I'm crying out for the blessing of the Lord, primarily I'm saying, Lord, I'm asking you to do, not, not help me do what I can do first, but first and foremost, I'm asking you, Lord, to do what only you can do. One writer said it this way, that the blessing of the Lord makes two plus two equals seven. And without it, two plus two might equal four if we're lucky or less. But the blessing of the Lord, I'm asking you to do what only you can do. I'm asking, I'm saying, Lord, bless my marriage. Do for my marriage beyond what I'm capable of doing. Do for my family beyond what I'm capable of doing. Do for our future what only you can do. Lord, the, the difference between what we can do and what you can do cannot be measured. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or imagine. To him be glory in Christ Jesus and in the church forever and ever. Here's the deal. We can seek the blessing of the Lord when we're asking him to do his Lord. Do for us. Do in our lives what only you can do. And we're asking, ultimately, as Jabez did, we're also asking God to protect us and to keep us from evil, to protect our lives and to direct our lives. This is certain. This is certain. The best thing for your life is the blessing of the Lord. When I consider the blessing of God, I cannot want anything else or anything less for my life. And I, I don't want anything less or anything else for your life. I, I, I earnestly desire the blessing of the Lord upon your life. I earnestly desire the blessing of the Lord upon your family and your home. I earnestly desire the blessing of the Lord for, for our house, for our church for all of the opportunities in front of us, all of the responsibility in front of us, the risks and the challenges in front of us, we cry out for the blessing of God. Now, let me just press this further. And uh, I was reading even this morning in Genesis about, uh, about uh, uh, Isaac blessing uh, Esau and Jacob. And the first thing I want us to recognize is that how authoritative the blessing is. Um, 
that, that, that once, a, once a father had decreed a blessing over a child, that blessing couldn't be revoked. And that they, they said, Lord, they, they just had, they, they placed all of their confidence and hope in the blessing that they would receive. And once that, and that, that like Jacob's, uh, Isaac said, I release the blessing. It's going to happen. This is the thing. When, and if that's true about an Old Testament familial exchange, it's far more true about God. That once he has blessed it, it's going to be. Now here's the difference. Esau came and said, oh no, you know you blessed my brother, but isn't there any blessing left for me? And the father said, not really, that's it. But that's not the case. That's not the case with our heavenly father. He has more than enough. Too many times, there's opposite ends of the spectrum. To, to pray, oh Lord, you know, bless Aunt Susie or bless Uncle Bob and bless my kids. It's almost like a dismissive prayer. And there, we've, because of the familiarity of the language, people have lost confidence or reverence or wonder and awe in what we're saying. What I'm hoping to do is at least this morning say, recover the sense of wonder and awe of the blessing of God. And when you pray, oh Lord, would you bless us? Would you bless my family? I want you to believe that what you're praying is the most powerful, most significant, most meaningful thing you can pray for someone is the blessing of God. And I want you to understand that it's not selfish, it's not ego, it's not carnal to seek his blessing. It is an act of worship and there is more than enough of his blessing for everyone because God is El Shaddai. He is the God of plenty. He is the God of more than enough and it is his desire to bless you. Listen, we should we can seek God's bless we should seek God's blessing because we can. Listen to how the Bible encourages us about the character of God and his blessing toward our life. Matthew 7:11. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? How much more is God willing and able and wanting to give you good things to bless your life just because you ask him? Romans 8, 32, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? James 1, 17, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. 3 John 2, beloved, I pray that all may go well with you, that you may be in good health, even as it uh, is well with your soul. And listen to Ephesians 1, 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. Hear this, friends. He has provided and promised blessing for your life. Blessing is his idea, and it is his preference for you. And it is the most powerful thing that it originates in the heart of God. It's the most powerful thing for you, your heart, your home, your family, and our future. Secondly, we should, we should seek the blessing of the Lord because there is more than this. There's more than what we have. There's more than what we're experiencing now. I do not want to become satisfied with the status quo. 
Back in driver's ed, they used to warn us about highway hypnosis. That if you just, that if you're on the driving on the road for a long time in the same direction, you can get, there's you basically get hypnotized by the road and kind of just get lost and unaware of what's happening around you. I don't want to live my life with highway hypnosis. I don't want to become satisfied and just hypnotized with what is and think, well, this, this, this is, this is what is, this is what this, I guess this is all there can be. Absolutely not. I want to be captivated. I want to be consumed with a longing for the blessing of God. I don't want to define God or his promise or his power in my life based upon the limitations of my own experience, but but I want to define them based upon the immeasurable character of the goodness of God. When we seek, pardon me, when we cease to seek his blessing, we have become functionally agnostic. An agnostic simply says, you know, I don't necessarily unbelieve thing, but I just don't, I don't, I don't know if something's real because I defined it by my own experience. So when I cease to seek the blessing of God, I, 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 when I define my life by what I experience, I de- how dare we, how, can you imagine how silly it is to define our life by our ex- own experience? And I realize yeah, well, this is my frame of reference, but let our, let our frame of reference not be what is or what has been, but, but let it be informed and inspired by what God says can be, and let us seek his blessing. Seeking his blessing is an act of worship. It is believing, as Romans tells us, that or Hebrews tells us, that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Thirdly, we should seek his blessing because his blessing is the best thing for our soul. What do you mean by that, Dr. Dav? I mean that seeking his blessing is the antidote for every ugly or hurtful or stupid or unhelpful desire in my life. Every other desire that is ugly and and unhelpful and contrary, seeking the blessing of the Lord redirects the thoughts and attitudes and appetites and affections of my life and redirects them Godward. Seeking his blessing recalibrates the compass of my heart It makes it Godward not carnal, not selfish, not fearful, not ugly. When I seek his blessing, I'm abandoning carnality and self-rule and rebellion. And I am to seek his blessing is to submit to his blessing. My wife's grandfather, Dr. John Maul, everybody called him Papa, I just called him Brother Maul. He would always tell me, stay subject to the blessing of the Lord. Stay subject to his blessing. When I believe that God is good and is, and, and is the source and supply of every good thing, then I am pursuing and prizing above all things the blessing of the Lord. I, when we seek the blessing of God, it means that I am prizing the promise of God over against any promise of sin. 
I believe that God's ways and God's blessings are better and more beautiful than anything ugly or anything empty that this world could promise me or that the devil would try to persuade me to accept some fool's gold instead of the beautiful, valuable blessing of God. Seeking after the blessing of God ultimately makes me want to be the kind of person that is easy for God to bless. I want to be the kind of person that is easy for God to bless. I want to be the kind of, of family that it is easy for God to bless. We want to be the kind of church that it is easy for God to bless. And seeking his blessing recalibrates and coordinates my life, my attitude, my decisions, my values in such a way that makes me live in such a way that it's easy for God to bless me. Finally, we seek God's blessing because God is our Father. Seeking his blessing places my focus on him as a father. Seeking the blessing of God focuses, again, my heart and my affections and my priorities on him. And I cease to worry, like Jesus said, I cease to worry about what, I, what to wear or what to eat or where I'm going or what comes next because I know that my Father in heaven already knows that I have need of these things. Seeking his blessing is to seek first the kingdom of God, and I know that all of these other things shall be added unto me. I live with arms outstretched to a God who has loved me first and who has loved me most and has calls me his own, and I live believing that because he is my source, I need not fear. I need not compete with or be envious of anyone. David said, the Lord is my shepherd, and that's 100% true. If I could just add to that or qualify it further for you and I. The Lord is my father, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He anoints my head with oil. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And, and surely, abs with absolute certainty, his goodness and his mercy shall follow me every day, all the days of my life. And I will dwell in his house, in his courts, forever. This is, a, this is why I can and should seek the blessing of God. The best thing that you can do, best thing that we can do is seek his blessing. We have every reason to do so even today. And so as we close, I want us to together take a few moments and just wait upon the Lord and seek his blessing. And as I said at the beginning, what I had in my heart to do this weekend was to try to take opportunity to pray with as many people, individuals, couples, families as I could. And so even if some of you have to get on here a little bit later on and we have to reproduce this onto YouTube a little bit later, if you're on YouTube later, right now, I would like us to just take a few moments and just wait upon the Lord with an awareness of his blessing in our life with an awareness of how, how great his blessing is, how powerful it is, how necessary it is, how effective it is. And uh, just take a moment and wait in the Lord, and then as we close, I'm just gonna spend a few moments praying over you. But let's, first of all, if you can just eliminate your distractions for at least for a minute, tell the dog to be quiet, turn off the video games if, you're, if you've changed the channel in your mind. And let's just take a few moments in the presence of God.
Heavenly Father, I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus for everybody who is watching live and later. I pray, Lord, for their hearts and their homes. I pray now, I say to you, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and give you peace. The Lord bless you and I bless you now in the name of Jesus. I pray God's blessing over your hearts. I pray the blessing of the Lord over your home. I pray the Lord's blessing over your family, over your finances, over your future. I pray the blessing of the Lord keep and cover you and keep you in his perfect peace. I pray the blessing of the Lord overrule and, and displace any anxiety that you have, any fears that you have over your health, over your future, or your finances. I pray that, that your heart today would, would explode, would just erupt and explode with a sense of joyful anticipation of good. That, that, you would, that your hearts would have such a comforting, resounding confidence in the blessing of God. That his blessing is not a reward for good behavior. It's not a consequence of the choices that you have made. It is the cause and the source of every good thing in your life. That, 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 that good begins with his blessing. That his blessing will promote peace in your life. His blessing will lead you to righteousness. His blessing will lead you to want what is good and holy and righteous. His blessing will displace carnality and friction and all of that. I pray for his I pray for the blessing of God in your marriage and your conversation. I pray for the blessing of God upon your children, the, your your babies, your toddlers, your teenagers, your young adults, their the, your prodigals. I cry out for the blessing of God to to capture and retain and renew and may every, every everything in your heart be touched by the blessing of God. May God restore everything in your life according to his design. Where there's been brokenness, may there be redemption. May there be repair, may there be restoration. Lord, we're not looking for magic spells. We're not looking for things. We're just looking for the loving, kind providence of God that begins with your initiative and your desire and your design for our life. And today we seek your blessing and we submit to it. Bless us, Lord, indeed. Enlarge the territory of our life. Enlarge our opportunities and our awareness and our experience of your goodness and your promises. Let your hand be with us to do far and above what our own hands could do. And Lord, would you protect us from evil? Would you keep us in your perfect peace? Lord, it may seem like a great, big, audacious prayer, but that is what your word claims your blessing does. So now, my friends, I bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, it's been a privilege to be with you today. I pray that you... Uh, stay warm, and may the blessing of the Lord attend you and bless you in every way. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for bearing with us. Thanks for your patience. Thank you for all that you do. May the Lord bless you. Amen.